Have you ever walked into a museum halfway around the world pleasantly to discover a promising set of Korean artworks? If you think about it, those pieces probably have the best stories to tell, only if they can tell. What was its journey and what did it see along the way? So we've put together a special ongoing series speaking with curators, gallerists to speak about Korean artifacts housed in museums across the world. For our second interview of the series, we decided to connect with the Deputy Director for Collections and Exhibitions at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. This morning, we're joined by Ms. Hyunsoo uh, Woo. Excuse me. Good morning, Director Woo. Hi, good morning. And thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this is a really exciting campaign that Arirang has been hosting for months on end. And this month on our network, specifically, uh, we've done a little a clip it, uh, introducing the Pekdongjado, a 10-fold screen from the Chosun Dynasty that is currently being exhibited at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. If you don't mind, we'd like to actually start the conversation there. What is this piece? Well, first of all, um, thank you very much for having me this morning. And uh, it really is a great opportunity for us to introduce our, uh, our cultural properties that we have at the museum. And, um, and I also have to mention that the, the screen is not on view right now um, because of the conservation reasons and works on paper, works on silk cannot be exhibited um, for an extended uh, time period. So the, the screen painting is resting in the storage safely right now. Mm. But eventually, when you do uh, restore it and bring it out, it will be a really special exhibition. I'm sure you'll let let the world know that it is uh, open yeah. for viewing. Uh, just in case our listeners uh, don't have an understanding of the piece, could you uh, introduce uh, this uh, tenfold piece, the Pekdong Jadu? Sure. Um, the title is we call a 100 children screen. Mm. And the screen painting is a very popular painting format during the Joseon dynasty, along with hanging scrolls and hand scrolls and album leaves. And um, the screen paintings usually are used um, to display paintings, basically decorating uh, living spaces, but it also used as an architectural element um, and as a way to block wind uh, during the cold season and to divide spaces even. And uh, more importantly, uh, in Korea, screen paintings were significant elements for any type of lifetime events, such as birth, wedding, birthday party, and funeral for people of all levels, as well as the celebration of royal um, uh, occasions um, like uh, coronation, diplomatic visits, or even the celebration of a royal prince recovering from chickenpox, that we have a record of it. And um, this, the, the content of those screen paintings, because these are going to be placed prominently in the center of the event space as a, a, a stage prop, um, so the content of them uh, would be uh, dictated by the nature of the event. And they're supposed to radiate auspicious spirit throughout the event. Mm. So for instance, 10 longevity symbols are used for an elder's birthday party, wishing their long and healthy life. Mm. And um, uh, peony screens would have been used for a wedding, mm. um, wishing uh, the wealth and prosperity for a newly wedded couple. Mm. Um, Peony being a symbol of such. And um, so particularly this um, 10, um, I'm sorry, uh, 100 children's screen. Mm. Um, so um, basically the screen depicts uh, uh, 
many children, as many as 100, mm. playing around in the garden. Mm. And um, the, the children, all that we call children, they're actually boys. There is no girls. Mm. So when you use this screen, um, you want to express your wish for fecundity. Mm. And uh, but this type of children, um, uh, we believe that um, by placing this screen painting in newly wedded bedroom or at their wedding, um, they believe that it will help uh, the couple to produce uh, as many male progeny that they want for the family. <laughs> that's uh, that's something that was respected of the time. So I can see the significance of the hundred children because for the longest time I was staring at a picture of this piece and I was thinking, that's a lot of children. Are they friends? What does it signify? I guess what it wants to represent is abundance of newborns that are male. From what I understand, exactly. uh, sorry for cutting you off, a uh, two, four, six, eight, ten. I heard the folding screens in Korea were designed to be made in even numbers to fold. Uh, do, do, do you know if there was a particular reason for this besides it being able to stand up just right? Uh, and what is the meaning behind the number of the folds for these folding screens? Does 10 mean something more? Not really. I mean, yeah, as you said, it has to be even numbers mm. so that when the screen is closed for store, there is not a single painted panel, um, you know, exposed. Ah, right, right. So that's damage to the painted surface. Mm, mm. So maybe it was almost to protect the, what's on the surface of the painting. I, exactly. I, and then it's going to achieve, I'm sorry, uh, it's going to achieve uh, the symmetry as well. Of course. It needs to stand just upright, right? And not fall and then protect you from the wind, as you've said, and be a decorative piece at an important event like a wedding. In fact, I went to a wedding at one of the museums in Korea and I actually saw a folded screen with the peonies. And I just thought it was a beautiful piece. Um, but the peonies actually represent something special for a wedding, too, as you've said. Thank you for clarifying. I had no idea. Uh, we can easily actually spot these children in in the hundred children piece but uh, in beyond that do these folding screens depict the day-to-day -day lives of the chosen people too or were majority of these pieces more elaborate and beautiful and and maybe even decorated uh, to, to represent the upper class or even the monarchy um, it's a bit a complicated uh, question to answer and let me try <laughs> my best and um you know, the content of the screen paintings, um, such as Peony and 100 Children and all other matters like 10 longevity symbols, they are basically depicting idealized scenes. So they are not reflecting people's day-to-day -day life. Mm. And um, in case of this 100 Children painting, if you look at closely, there are actually Chinese children. It's not Korean children. And their outfit and hairdo are all Chinese. And uh, Chinese um, and culture, they served as a metropolitan culture of the entire East Asia back then. Mm -hmm. So it's inevitable that we had much of interaction and they transmitted some of the advanced culture uh, and study. And uh, we are all, you know, in, in, in the mix of those cultures. Mm -hmm. And uh, but there are definitely elements that Koreans contributed um, because um, although these children's, you know, the depiction of this idealized children started in China, they don't have actually these children's painted on the surface of eight, 10, 12 panel screen. Mm. And screen was that much important in Korea because they really wanted to use this as a symbol 
of a good fortune mm -hmm. and uh, that actually blessing um, uh, any kind of spacious events that they want to have. Mm -hmm. I, I think you summarized it so well that it's a more idealized scenery as opposed to depicting what was accurate of the time. It's almost in some cases romanticized or even fictionalized too. Uh, I do wonder, Director Wu, why was the Philadelphia Museum of Art particularly interested in acquiring this piece? Um, sure. Um, you know, like I said, uh, screen paintings are such an essential part of the art production during the Joseon dynasty. Not only that, uh, screen paintings uh, are my own research interest, and uh, that's my expertise. So uh, I'm naturally interested in all types of screen paintings. And um, the reality of collecting uh, of Korean art in outside of Korea is very tough. Mm. It's really uh, rarely um, you will come across an opportunity to purchase um, uh, the Korean works of art in, in the States. And the paintings are more so because of the scarcity of those types of artworks. Um, so basically when such um, opportunity is presented to you, you just have to grab it. And um, although um, as um, it was mentioned before, I think uh, through your campaign that when I first came across this painting, it was mounted in two separate panels in five and five. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just not the right format, but I knew the quality of the painting and the uh, overall condition of the painting were excellent. So mm -hmm. I just, you know, decided to purchase it. And uh, we were so fortunate um, to make that happen with the support of James and Agnes Kim Foundation here in Philadelphia. Uh, that must have taken a lot of convincing to do because it was not perhaps preserved in the right format. Uh, unmounting it from that 5.5 to 10 folding screens must have been a, a hefty amount of work. I can understand the conservation period too. How were you able to fix the order of the folding screen and what reference were you able to utilize for that process? Um, this type of screen paintings, because they had a special or specific purpose to justify, um, like 10 longevity symbols have to be used at elders' wedding and peony screens at the wedding. Oh, I'm sorry, elders' birthday for uh, 10 longevity symbols mm -hmm. and peony screens for wedding. <clears throat> and um, so there are particular ways of producing this type of paintings. You know, you have to basically follow a manual, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. That dictates the design of it and color of it and format of it. So um, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that basically result in uh, a abundance of production of similar type of paintings. Mm. So we went to uh, uh, sources like extant um, ten um, hundred uh, children's screen paintings, which will tell you what are sort of the general sequences that people wanted to have. So that was sort of the starting point. And the, with a conservator, uh, we really uh, had a deep conversation about the mounting, mm. the new mounting of the paintings, because uh, depending on the period, there are different type of um, silk or color used for uh, the mounting of the painting. So, um, you know, it was really a long process. And of course, with the help of a group of uh, expertise, uh, experts in Korea. So it was Oh, it was a long process, but it was really exciting um, to um, to have this wonderful outcome. Uh, because you said this was your specialty folding screens, I perhaps know the answer to the last question today. But just in case, what is your favorite piece from the Korean collection at the Philadelphia Museum of Art? 
It's really hard to pick one object, <laughs> as you can tell. And um, although I love all these screen paintings, and I was able to acquire quite many screen paintings during my tenure at the museum in the past 15, 16 years, but I have to point out in terms of the importance that we have a wonderful, beautiful, exquisite um, Goryeo dynasty Saladon vase in our collection, mm-hmm. um, you know, which has a wonderful story that it it at some point belonged to uh, the financier J.P. Morgan mm-hmm. in the United States and since the 19th century. And um, another flip side of the story is that he misunderstood that that was uh, Chinese Saladon because he was really into the collection of the Chinese Saladon and later identified as a Korean Korea uh, Saladon. Um, at some point, and then we were able to uh, acquire that piece at the museum in 1974. So that sounds significant for a number of different reasons. Uh, You're able to correct a clear mistake. Uh, Preserving history seems to be such a big part of preserving these artifacts. And I'm sure it's also beautiful in person. Uh, Celadons, I I mean, who, who doesn't appreciate a good piece that dates back hundreds of years? Thank you so much, Ed Director Wu, for taking some time out to speak with us. I feel a little bit uh, confident that maybe the next time I visit Philadelphia, I'll be the first one to check out the Korean collection there. (laughs) Yes, do come and visit us. And thank you very much for having me this morning. Thank you very much. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.